walk closely to you. I want to walk in obedience to you. And then we get to this. The city gates, lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. And I read these words and I wonder, what was the original intent of David as he's writing this psalm? What was he talking about? Was it just a prophetic declaration? Was this a psalm that was written around the time that the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God was coming into the city gates? Was it a, a, was it a, 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 a forerunner, a, a pointing toward the Jesus coming, his first time, Jesus of Nazareth in the flesh, flesh? This King of glory is a pointing to Jesus' second coming? Or is it all of the above? <laughs> And everything in between. And for us today that we take these words. And, you know, I personally don't have gates. I've got some doors. But I don't have gates at my house. Does anyone have gates? A few of you have gates. Awesome. I think it's meaning more than just gates. It's meaning any, any entranceway, any point of access in our lives to be lifted up. And now lifted up is, is more than just kind of lifting your face. Lifting up means to take, to accept. Lift up, take on, accept you heads. heads he, the Hebrew word for heads here is rosh. It's where we get the word rosh hashanah, the head of the year. It means new, new beginnings. And our challenge this morning and my question to you, church, is that this On the first Sunday of 2024, will you lift up your heads? Will you accept and will you take on this newness, this new beginning? Every point of access in your life, make it available to the King of glory to come in. That's... That's where we go when we're talking about prayer. That's that's the picture that we have of this early company of Jesus followers in the upper room in Acts chapter 1. With one accord, they devoted themselves to prayer. With one accord, they were, in a sense, lifting up their heads. They were opening their gates. They were opening their doors so that the King of glory may come in. They were in a point of of waiting and expectation for the King of glory to come and to move and to have his way. They were getting prepared for the next move of God. Will you get prepared? For the next move of God. However long it may tarry, however big or however small it may be, whatever, we don't know the significance of it. The Lord knows. We could point to prophetic words about this, the great south land of the Holy Spirit. We could point to um, what's going on in Israel right now from a prophetic significance. There's so many things that we could point to, but the, the, the position, the posture that the Lord is calling us to is to be ready to lift up our heads, lift up your heads, O oh, your gates, lift up your ancient doors so that the King of glory may come in. Every access point, every doorway, every point of your life that would be receptive, receiving and ready to receive this King of glory. D.L. Moody said, every great movement of God can be traced to a kneeling figure. Every great movement of God can be traced to a kneeling figure. And so let's pray. Let's be devoted 
to prayer. Let's, let's call upon him with one accord, with one mind, with the same passion. That we would be right on time, right in the right position and posture so that we would be ready to receive him. I just want to share one final just picture that the Lord gave me this morning during prayer. And I don't know how this relates, but I think it's about us partnering with him. We're going to talk a little bit more this month on prayer and, and, and our, our role in it. But I had this picture just as I was praying this morning. I didn't expect it. It came from left field, but it was a, it was a wine press. It was like a, a first century wine press. Um, and I was in the wine press and Jesus was there too. And we're, we're, we're treading these grapes. And, um, and when you're with Jesus, you know, sometimes you might think, oh, am I, am I doing this right? You know, am I, am I, am I doing this? Is this okay, Lord? But I look at Jesus and I tell you, he, he kind of looked like the Jesus from the Chosen, but it wasn't the Jesus from the Chosen. And, uh, and, but what I can tell you about his face is that it was beaming and he was laughing and he had such joy as he was pressing the grapes. And he was, he was just saying, come on, let's press these grapes. We're, we're doing this together. We're making new wine together. And, and, in that, and as I prayed, I said, Lord, yeah, I'm, joy, delight, partnership. And at the same time, Lord, let nothing impure of me that's on me or in me or, or attached to me, let nothing impure get in this wine. Only you, God. Only you. And so as we hear that word from Luke, from the Lord through Luke, as we hear this word about being devoted to prayer, we enter in the wine press, see the joy on your Saviour's face as we go to work. And our work is prayer. Devote ourselves to prayer. Enjoying the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So, Father, I just pray right now. I thank you, Lord, that you have invited us into your work. Lord, that as you are bringing out new wine, thank you for the joy that is marked on your face, the delight in your heart. Thank you, Lord, that you... Your yoke is easy and your burden is light. And Lord, with one accord, with the same passion, we, these couple of hundred people, Lord, we enter in. Teach us, Lord, to pray. Lord, may we find ourselves this week be more and more devoted to prayer as you teach us in this way. Let me just finish up with these slides. We want to give you some resources over the next, look, month, two months, three months, however long this look. And so I just want to share a few of these resources with you guys to encourage you to get amongst it. Reese Howes, The Intercessor, is an amazing read and um, really inspirational. Uh, this is available also on Spotify Premium as an audiobook. Okay, but if you haven't read or come across Reese Howes, um, just amazing man of God, used by God, um, pre-World War II, then during World War II, where intercession group of intercessors were actually having influence in battles during World War II, or the Lord was having influence through them. Yep. All right, let's keep, we'll just do these real quick. This is a, a great podcast I've come across. It's put out by John Mark Comer, and uh, they have four sessions of different um, spiritual practices, and prayer is one of those. And so I recommend this. This is uh, on Spotify, probably on 
Apple Music as well. But The Rule of Life, by practicing the way, there are four sessions there on prayer. I recommend that you, you have a listen to that. Listen to it even and then meet with others and, and kind of discuss what the Lord's speaking to you about. Praying Like Monks, Living Like Fools is by a pastor, Tyler Staten. Uh, this is a, a very um, readable book on prayer, on the practicalities, the mechanics of prayer, the honest questions about unanswered prayer and, um, and just about cultivating a prayer life in general. I can recommend. It's also on Spotify Premium, I just found out uh, on the weekend. I've been listening to it. I haven't read this one yet. Tim has. But again, this is a practical um, on, on prayer. Pete Gregg is, a, is an authoritative voice in prayer as heading up the 24-7 prayer movement. Really, I believe, an apostle to the body of Christ today. Um, and so we recommend that one to you. Also available on um, podcasts. Red Moon Rising, sat on my desk for about three months. Someone gave it to me. This is a book on prayer. And I'm going, I can't read another book on prayer. I really, when I picked it up, it was amazing. Story after story after story, amazing inspirational story of the beginnings of the 24-7 prayer movement that Pete Gregg heads up. Uh, He's a UK gentleman and um, can recommend this one to you. This is available at Kurong, probably on Spotify as well as an audio book. And have we got any more or is that it? That's it. Okay, and you've probably got your own list as well. But there's some resources. We'll be putting them out on our socials as well um, through the week. This season, January, February, March, whatever, can I encourage you, engage. Don't just read or listen about prayer, but devote yourself to prayer yep. as we go forward. As far as praying for Israel, we are praying on Thursday nights for Israel. So we're coming back to one day a week right now, praying specifically for Israel. And we will also endeavour to get out to you some strategic points to pray at the beginning of each week as well. Okay, so we implore you and encourage you to be part of that battle on your knees as we pray. Okay, a couple of, couple of um, family business now. I want to um, just call Johnny up. John Courtney, come on. Let's welcome him. Tell us what's going on, mate. Hey, guys. I'm going to NZ to do a DTS with YWIM for five, six months. Why? Because I just feel peace of God to do it. And, I, yeah, I prayed into it. And i um, been thinking about it for about a year now. So, yeah, it's a God thing. And how long are you going for, Total? Five to six months. Could be longer. Okay. Let's stretch out your hand. Let's pray for this man. Well, actually, how can we be praying for you? I think pray for the whole school um, and that, yeah, everyone receives what God's speaking and, yeah, we have ears to hear and um, a heart to receive. And whatever the mission we go to, it's either Fiji or Japan, I think, um, that, yeah, God does what he wants to do there too. Amen. Well, we bless you, John, and um, the son of the house. Father, we thank you for the call of God on his life and for his obedience to you. Lord, that you have given this call, Lord, you've given him peace with it. And Lord, that he has made, uh, made room in his life to follow you, to follow your voice. And we absolutely pray your blessing upon him as he goes to YWAM in New Zealand. Father God, that you would orchestrate his travel 
Lord, that you would fill him with your mind and with your heart as he is there. Lord, as he engages in this DTS and then as he goes out on mission, Father, across the world, Lord, we, we pray that you would use John and, Father, that you would grow capacity in him. Holy Spirit, just come and fill him afresh. Fill him afresh. We pray, Father, for the testimonies that will come as a result of this trip, giving you great glory and expanding your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bless you, mate. All right. Good. Hi. Tell you what, every week there's comings and goings. Um, we want to honour a, a special uh, lady this morning. Vicky, would you come up, please? Vicky and Rex, actually, both of you, come, come on, hurry up. We're running out. And uh, if you were at our, our volunteers, thank you night in December, we did this spontaneously, but we just want to honour you, Vicky, for, is it 18 years? Yeah, for 18 years. Come on up. Come on, Rex, you come too, mate. Come on. You're a, you're a team. For 18 years, uh, yeah, I know, she's embarrassed. Um, she's looked after the Junior Kingdom kids out in the back room out there. 18 years, faithfully, yep. And we honour you, we thank you. You guys, you guys together are a dynamic duo. You are, you're so strong in the Lord. We, you're such an example to us. Seriously, you're an example to me. You're an example to us, to this church of just faithfulness, of love, of gentleness. And, uh, and we're just so thankful for you. And, yeah, we just bless you. Um, Vicky is going to continue teaching ROI and she's working uh, in her role. And that's, she's always on mission in that role, but she just couldn't continue with the Kingdom Kids in a leadership role, but you are still helping out, right? Yeah. yeah. She's still helping out. And we bless... Tanya's going Tanya's to head this ministry up. So we bless Tanya as this is... A transition with a team around you. And, um, and Father, we just thank you for the Egmelises, for Vicky, for Rex. Thank you for their yes to you. And thank you that they do it, Lord, without wanting attention. But, Lord, we want to give them attention. We want to love on them right now. We want to, Lord, tell the world of their example. And we thank you, Lord, that it's all for your glory and it's all for your renown. And, Lord, so we bless them. And, Lord, as she um, goes on to the next thing, Father, would you guide her steps? Would you fill her life, Father? We, we just thank you, Lord, for times of rest and refreshing coming into her life together with Rex. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, just a few more minutes of your time. Grab a seat and cast your eyes to the screens. Thank you. I never really liked the church. I didn't even really like Christians that much. I used to think of it like a package deal. Like, you get Jesus, and so you get the church and Christians thrown. It's just part of the package, and uh, there are some bits you like Jesus, some bits you don't like so much, just like the church and Christians um, used to find that a bit annoying. But I'd turn up the church and go through it, but I didn't really enjoy going to church. And then one day, uh, I was at the back of our church in East London, and someone said to me, oh, we need help to run the coffee team and I was like I was like working like 70 80 hour week I'm like what and they were like yeah we Steve we really need your help running the coffee team on a Sunday and I was thinking I'm a barrister I'm not a barista like I've got a job I don't need another job to run a coffee team but I just you know sometimes you, you just can't even think of what to say so I was like 
okay, I'll do it, I'll do it, okay. And, and I instantly thought, why did I do that? So I turn up next week, like, you know, trying to get the cups and everything, get the coffee right. As I handed these cups to people, something really changed in me. I found myself, as I handed coffee to these people, growing in love for them. I was like, these people are amazing. Like, this is this extraordinarily diverse community. It's been gathered from across the area, probably not another place that looks as diverse and integrated as this. This is a miracle. And then I, even people I found a little bit more frustrating and complicated, as I handed them their coffee, I kind of grew in love for them. And I kind of basically fell in love with the church. And then I kind of went back to the person who'd asked me to do it. I said, we need a new coffee machine. We need better beans. We need better mugs. Like, we, come on, these are amazing people. I want this to be the best coffee that they get. You know, they, they're coming to church on a Sunday morning. I got more and more passionate. I started to build a team to serve coffee on a Sunday morning. I sometimes say, making coffee changed my life because I fell in love with the Church of Jesus Christ. I didn't realize why it was special. I didn't realize why it mattered. And as I made coffee for people, I suddenly realized, oh, the church is like the bride of Jesus Christ. It's like the thing he gave himself for. Like the church is God's plan for the salvation of the world. There's no plan B, and God is going to build his church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So like, God is putting all his eggs in the church basket. And I realized over those few weeks, there's a beautiful thing here. Yes, it messes up. Yes, it makes mistakes. You'll never find a perfect church, but it's a beautiful thing. And I thought, that's what I want to spend my life building. If I'm honest, I never really liked it. How good is that? That uh, leads into our team's day. But, 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 I'm just bringing this back as a reference point so I don't wander off the edge. Um, I was watching that going, I don't just want this to turn into, announce, into an announcement. And Stu's already laid the pathway because he, he was saying there while he was speaking about if we don't feel something, if we don't feel compassion for the lost or we find people difficult or we don't really get the church. We love Jesus, but the Christians that follow him are a bit of a pain in the neck. The answers to that... Uh, to ask him to devote ourselves to prayer, but to serve one another. To, to ask God, God, place me in a position where I'm serving the people that I find challenging. Break my heart for what breaks yours. Lottie shared a testimony last week of being moved by compassion in the car park for someone who was lost and broken and in need of healing. And the other testimonies that came out last week, we had a couple of testimonies talking about the house as family. The body of Christ is family. And in every family, everyone plays a part. You go up to the White's household of any, any given day, everyone's doing their part. Jonah's taking the bins out. Amos is emptying the dishwasher. Evie's rearranging her room. Uh, <laughs> almost every second week from what I've experienced. <laughs> Renee's, Renee's cooking and, and hospitality, talking to anyone who's there. Um, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing to be part of family. And so this isn't so much Teams Day. Throw that up for me, Jesse. It's family day. 
because we all get to play a part. It's not we all have a role to play, but... <laughs> Come on, make it work, Jesus. Um, it's not so much that we have a role to play, but it's just being part of family. And so Saturday, the 20th um, of January at 2 p.m. here at Flame Tree, we're going to have our team's day, our family day, where we're going to have all of our ministries represented and we're encouraging everyone who is part of a team or wants to be part of a team who wants to serve this family um, to be present for this. We're going to have some wonderful time. The, the times of worship that we have together at these events is just amazing. We're going to hear from Stu and from Joel some envisioning for the year. Um, we're going to do some practical stuff as well. We're going to have a fire drill and, and all the fun stuff. Um, we're going to spend some time together in our own teams, um, praying together, envisioning, doing some rostering th and things that need to be done. Um, but we ask everyone be present because um, it's going to be more fun to do it all together than to have me chase you down and make you sign forms and do all the stuff because I will make that as boring as I possibly can for you simply to motivate you to come to the team's day, the family day, when it is fun. Um, so in the foyer, we've got um, Hannah's laid out a table with booklets for every single ministry um, and team that we have. Um, if you're wanting to find out more, have a look, please grab one of those. There is a sign-up sheet and a QR code where you can um, register online for the family day. We are going to feed you. Um, at the end, so we do need you to register, um, and so please, please do that, um, but come on out. Jesse, can you throw the next one up for me? So these are the, these are the, the teams, the, the parts of the family that we have represented, Creative Ministries, Welcome Team, Cafe Team, Kingdom Kids, Wildfire Youth, Alpha Missions, and Working Bee Team, and so we're really, really looking forward to 2024, there's a real weightiness in the spirit of the Lord that he's placed upon us as a, as a team as we've been meditating on what he's leading us into this year. And so it's putting our hand to the plough when Jesus calls and we're serving one another um, and we're, we're glorifying him and we're pursuing him in prayer. And so guys, please register and come, out, come on out on Saturday the 20th. Um, because it's going to be a really amazing day and it's going to be an amazing year together as family. So guys, bless you. There's no morning tea this morning um, after the service. That's going to return next week. Um, we will have some elders and some of our ministry team up the front here if you would like prayer. If you've come prepared with your um, gifts of offering uh, as um, in cash form this morning, we've got blue buckets up the front, white boxes on the back, or you can find our giving details online. Um, post the service, we will cycle through those prayer resources for you, and I can't recommend them. I've read all of them, almost, um, and can't recommend them to you highly enough. But guys, have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next Sunday.